Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone, to another fun time with Janice Whiting of Lifted Spirits. Janice I I sent you some of the feedback we got from the last call that you did for us, but it was clear that everyone wanted more. So thank you so much for coming back and sharing your skills and talents and gifts with us again today. You're welcome. I I think a lot of people here are familiar with you, but for those who aren't, will you give us a quick intro and where we can where you'd like to direct everyone online who might want to look you up? Um, my name is Janice Whiting. I'm, I grew up in Wisconsin in the 50s, and the other side um, just jumped in as I was a child and taught me all that they thought a human should know of how to play the game spiritually. And um, so as I grew up, they would make their conversations to match my cognitive ability to understand and later in life um, they asked me to share that information so here we are today sharing many things that spirit thinks and if you're interested in finding more about what I do I'm on Facebook listed spirits Janice Whiting I sometimes call refer to you as my channeler friend, sometimes my psychic friend, sometimes my medium friend. Do you have a label for what you do, or do you just not try to categorize it? Well, I grew up thinking and learning that I it was I'm called a spiritualist, and hmm. I think spiritualist um, there's a human word psychic and medium and channeler and um, I assume all those are spiritualists. It's humans that added that tried to separate different things by different words. Um, I think a tarot reader is a spiritualist, and a channeler is a spiritualist, and a Reiki practitioner is a spiritualist. So um, I call what I do spiritual reading. Uh-huh. Though, cool. yep, it is a psychic, and it is a medium, and it is a channel. But I think artists, artists singers channel, painters channel, musicians channel so it's really odd that humans had to label everything yeah i well and you are kind of challenging to pin down because <laughs> you are quite unique in many ways um so w- what we were intending to do with this call was answer some general questions but also callers can ask some specific ones as well i've got a couple that i promised i would get in the recording today so i'd like to start with these and then invite our live uh participants to join in but Janice the, is there anything you want to say before we dive right on in with questions um you know no I think we'll just ride with whatever you want to do okay, today. Cool. and if spirit has something unique they want to say they usually jump in and do it ah all right well, well we'll count on it to unfold perfectly then I will keep an eye on chat room so if anyone wants to post anything there feel free um first question let's talk about money Janice yeah specifically I'd, I'd like to hear if you or Spirit has a distinction between saving versus bringing in money. I know a lot of people, especially as we are closing out the year and shopping for a lot of presents, money is on the mind of many people, and I thought maybe you could offer some just gen- general insights around that. Sure. Well, one of the things the other side thinks is, Um, They try to simplify everything, like you breathe in and you breathe out. So they sort of um, call bringing in the money, the energy of money, the same. Like if you breathe in the energy of money and you breathe out the energy of money, meaning you bring it in and you spend it. So years ago, I did a spirit, what they thought of saving money, and they said, we don't support that. If you're a spiritualist, you'll bring it in every day and you'll 
extend it and let it go out every day, just like breathing. And often people think, um, well, I have no problem spending, but it's hard to uh, bring in money. So they'll think spending the money is the problem. And spirit says no. Um, if you relate it to breathing out, like breathing breathing out. If you breathe in, you have to breathe out. And so you can't breathe in and not breathe out, or you can't breathe out and not breathe in, meaning you can't if um, meaning they don't want us to save money. That would be like bringing in and then holding your breath and not breathing out. And they think it's fine to spend money. Um, if someone's having a challenge with money, you don't, in their opinion, not spend money. You relax and breathe in the energy of more money. But humans will think if they're running low on money, they should not spend it. Spirit says, no, they would rather you spend it and then relax and breathe in the energy of more money. Make sense? It does make sense. I got goosebumps as soon as you said that, but I've got two follow-up questions. One, it, how do we breathe in money? And also a question from chat room. Well, if we're not supposed to save money, how do we work up um, like saving money for bigger goals like home renovations? I think you don't. That's why they say the world is run by magic. Years ago, I had a, a client who was always asking to have her kitchen remodeled. And she said she really just didn't have a lot of money to have her kitchen remodeled. So one day she came home and the whole kitchen was destroyed. It was flooded and there was a um, a lot of problems with it. And she called me and she said, oh, this is horrible. What should I do? And I said, have you been asking for a kitchen remodel? And she said, <laughs> yes. And they said, voila, you got it. <laughs> you, oh, and boy. And it was paid for by insurance. So it's so hard to suck out of humans' minds the playing the game of earth the, the earthly way. Um, that yeah, it's yeah. it's thinks it's if you today if you have food you have shelter you have a home it's um, then they are taking care of you and if you want more money for the future you ask them for more money. They don't like saving and they think those who try to define tomorrow today that they that's a challenge because you take it day by day you say oh i've decided my kitchen doesn't match my expectations or desires anymore then you go into a meditation and you say i allow a kitchen remodel and i'll, I'll tell you a funny story that just happened just like that a couple of weeks ago oh, a client she's an older woman she's somewhat ill she called and said um I've been wanting my house sort of re revamped, feng shui, decorated. And, and she said, but I'm not feeling well, but I do want that to happen before the holidays. So she was at work a few days later, and somebody came up to her and said, we do a service of redoing people's houses before the holidays. And so she said yes, and she then sent me the pictures afterwards, and it looked lovely. Because that's how effortless it is to be. In fact, that's how magically quick it is to be. So um, that's why spirit says it's so important to tell the story how you want it to be. So is that part of the process of breathing in money? It is. If you have a lot of money going out and then a few coming in, the problem isn't money going out. That's not the problem. Don't change that. The problem is you need to breathe in more money coming in. Hmm. So they think if, if you, like people try to save money, is if you breathe in and then you try to hold your breath. That's not fabulously authentic, mm -hmm. and I doubt you could live too long if you did that. So hmm. you then have to breathe it out. And someone hmm. who's trying to breathe out and hold it in that for as long as they can your body wouldn't sustain that way either so eventually you have to breathe in breathe in breathe out bring money in um, flow money out and that's about as simple as it is they think humans mm. complicate that i gotcha well all right then i won't complicate it i have to say that so, uh i so in a meditation I spend... okay 
So in a meditation, if you have more money going out and want more money in, you just relax, go deep, breathe in abundance in the energy of dollars. And if you have money coming in, but um, instead of saving it, you breathe it out, then you allow in fabulous opportunities to send it. That's how you play the game of Earth, fabulously, joyfully, and abundantly. So in that case, then, spirit probably wouldn't be a good one to ask for investment tips. (laughs) No. In fact, years ago when I came home, I think there was a a problem with something called Enron years ago. Mm -hmm. Sent all their people's savings. So when I walked in the door and I saw that on the news, my humanist said, oh, that's not good. And Spirit jumped in and said, we made that happen. And I said, really, why? And they said, because those people thought they could take their money to the bank. They thought that was security. And Spirit Uh said, that's false security. Uh True security is the money will flow in as you desire and need and flow out as you desire and want to spend. So Mm -hmm. they were trying to prove to me, point out to me that um, saving money blocks the flow, like breathing the breath, it blocks the flow. Wow. You know, um, my former career was in retirement savings. It was to administer retirement plans and convince employees they needed to save for their retirement. And then once I discovered conscious creation, I had a different take on it. But still, it surprised me that I never felt inspiration to contribute to a retirement account, even though there are tax benefits, even though Lord knows from all my training that it's the smart thing to do. I've never felt inspiration for it, Janice. I guess I shouldn't worry about that, <laughs> what I'm hearing no, you say. That's perfect because Spirit thinks their job is to take care of you every day. And if money flows in every day and it flows out every day, that's what they want. If they flow money in in the morning and you spend it by afternoon, fabulous. And the next day if money flew in in the morning and you spend it that night, fabulous. They think if they you master that every day on earth, why would you want to save? Okay, very cool. Uh, okay, question from chat room on this subject. How many times or how often do we need to say what we want? Um, I think all day you should tell the story how you want it to be. Oh, um, like the right. woman who was saying she wanted the new kitchen and then my other client friend who wanted her house redone before the holidays. And both of those happened effortlessly because... Uh, she just tells the story how she wants it all day. I like it. Goosebumps. Okay, another question from Jamie. Lee. How, any tips on how to get that level of trust you were just describing, Janice? Do you just need to breathe every day? I think you end up trusting the system. I think uh-huh. you learn to trust the spiritual system rather than the earthly system. And certainly in that experience with Enron, that was so that, People did not trust the earthly system. You, they feel you cannot trust the earthly system. Wow. This feels so timely for you to be bringing this subject to us because I just emptied out a lot of accounts to get into this house, and I'm used to having big, fat financial cushions, and I don't have them anymore, and it makes me a little edgy <laughs> and i True. and I, and i've been taken care of every day fabulously. every day and what i, I recognize this is my chance to walk my talk like no i don't count on a bank account in order to feel safe and secure and abundant that comes from within me not from out there and as long as i'm still flowing that everything should work just fine and you're trusting in the spiritual system which is your banks close at the end of the day somewhere on earth, but the spiritual system is always open. <laughs> and also um, the trust is in the dynamics of how you do it because um, I think the financial system is still going to have some challenges in the future. 
And I and I believe they were preparing oh. for it because banks, oh. and I'm not going to say credit unions, when you open an account, you sign papers that says really the money is theirs to use as they need. And if they ran out, they would use your money. So, um, and many humans didn't know they signed that, but that's in the banking situation, not sure. with credit unions, which I love wow. credit unions. And if oh, I my gosh, so I. If I ran this world, everyone would pull their money out of banks and put it in a credit union. But I don't run the world, but I would have that be. I I worked for banks forever and always personally banked with my credit union. Even when I had to use up my entire lunch hour to go walk and deposit my check, I still was at my credit union. And I, I, I anyway, that resonates. That resonates. Um, okay, so, so, before, so before the holiday, if you feel, if you, if you think, oh, I would love to give someone this or that gift, and the universe guides you to it, even if it be on sale, um, then don't feel guilty spending your money because your energy just to be needs to be as equally focused on bringing it in, just like breathing. You can't hold your breath. And you can't save. The flow is in and out every day till you leave this earth. And look, and then you can look back and say, what a fabulous fun time I had. So you are I, breaking the rules of earth, true. Uh, well, those rules are con- probably going to break pretty soon anyway, right? So we may as well get I over do. it. I think so, too. <laughs> so really, I say, and I still, people will ask me, they'll say, I say never invest more than you're comfortable losing because yeah. – um, and so saving and investing is is buying into false truth, false security, mm-hmm. whereas just partnering with spirit, they feel, is true security. All right. Breathing it in. I love it, Janice. I'm imagining someone who, like, is always just barely getting by. You know, like, it just seems like somehow things always work, even though it always it seems like it might be dire. I was thinking maybe that person just needs to learn how to breathe deeper because they're oh, already experiencing the perfection of how it shows up when we really need it. If we wanted more, then just breathe deeper. True. Only the self limits the self. So. If you're not breathing in enough or even actually not breathing out enough, then this only the self limits the self. You just need to expand it. Do we have to worry about or pay any attention about worthiness or receiving skills, or is that complicating things? Um, I'll say Spirit thinks that that is truly compl- complicating things right because on. abundance has nothing to do with worthiness. I have people who come to me and they will be crying and they'll say, I have to file bankruptcy and spirit will be laughing and clapping and saying, we love it. Because humans define themselves by their savings or their credit rating or um, they value judge everything. Like a doctor is a more important person than a trash collector when in the universe's eyes, they're the same. Janice, this is, I've, I'm already, I just can't tell you how much I love you. Thank you again. Dilshad, you've got a follow-up question. Are you unmuted to ask it? Yeah, I'm unmuted. Um, what happens, Janice, when, like, you truly believe that, you know, we live in an abundant universe and, you know, stuff will come in and everything, but all you see is money going out and not money coming in? Are you talking in general or personal? No, I'm personal, personally, personally. Then you just wake up and say, oh, I've assessed my situation and I breathe out really well. I just need to breathe in <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's where the focus of your meditation goes that day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so funny. And it is form it is forming the habit of breathing in all you want and it's forming the habit of telling the story how you want it to be. So um the habit does make it very effortless, yes. Cool. Cool. Any has anyone else dialed in who has a follow up question on this particular subject? 
So don't feel bad spending. If you just notice there's an off-balancement, spend a little more time focusing on the energy of breathing it in. Is that true even when it's credit? Like, you know, it's not like real money we're spending, but it's credit. Oh, true. The universe thinks the same thing. They even have people use their credit cards to survive if there's a month or two between when they maybe lost a job and got and allowed a new one. And so Spirit has thought, oh, that's a universal safety net. Right on. Plus, they also okay. think of money as just atoms. We, I sit with Bird and we talk about a lot of atoms in and atoms out. You have mm, a sweater in your closet. That. You're not fond of it. You get rid of those atoms, and then you allow in new atoms. So it's humans who have to stop value judging those atoms because you, because you came to Earth with nothing. You will leave with nothing. But you can play your butt off with anything you want while you're here. <laughs> and um, so, so the self is in charge of what atoms it would like to play with. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Love that. That's a very liberating thought and a, a fun one to put into practice. Uh, can we? Are you? Is there anything no, more that should be shared, me, Janice? Yeah. No, one more thing. Just like yeah. you, humans tend to value judge um, allowing in and versus even allowing out. But the truth is, um, you can't value judge breathing in or breathing out. Um, They're both equally as important. So the same with the atoms of dollars or even material things. Um, There is no value judging with atoms because they're just atoms that you're playing with. Well, okay, so that perspective would really put a different been on, like, for example, the Dakota Access Pipeline. Does Spirit have any opinion about um, how we, like, using atoms in that way? Well, I think there's two ways that could have been approached. If for some reason it was forced, forced that they have to have the pipeline, all the Native Americans or anyone on Earth could have just pictured that pipeline and blessed it that it would be the most Mm. fabulous, functioning, Mm non-healing pipeline that there could be. But since the universe is wanting um, to detach from the the oil business, that's another Mm -hmm. thing that's happening now, especially as we move forward next year, is um, they don't want to strip the earth. And so we're going to try to lean from other ways of bringing in energy that are more magical oh. and and non-stripping. Is- so that's why they allowed it, the pipeline to be stopped because it does not benefit the earth. But if it was forced and the universe forced it and said, this is what we want, deal with it, then everyone could have blessed it that it would have been the best, most fabulous pipe. It, that seems so obvious now that you say that. Hello. Hey, that's a perfect lead-in to one of the questions we got as well. I don't remember who asked this, but one of my favorite topics, so I'm making sure we cover it. Okay, uh, I keep hearing that 2017 will bring the big reveal, so to speak. Janice may have said something about this on one of her calls, but I know I've heard read it in several places. The aliens that have been helping us will make themselves known in a more visible way. Would Janice speak to that? Should we do anything to prepare? No, I don't think we have to, other than realize now that the 2017 or 2016 is a nine-year that's always about endings. 2017 is a one year. It's about new beginnings. So certainly we can see why politics has been shaken up and, and many other things will be shaken up. What's going to happen in 2017 matching a one year is new beginnings. So whether we are definitely the pendulum now swung in the other direction. And so um, whether it be 17 or 18, It's just in the plan. After this one year, it's all in the plan. Um, I'm not, per se, a numerologist, but I Mm -hmm. do see the significance of blowing up the nine years to bring in the one year 
And so all the things that will come in the one year are things that will eventually make the earth a better place because it's often the universe uses astrological dates as triggers for change on earth, that the bigger change. And so um, a one year is bringing in new things. Um, you have to expect the unexpected. Yes, now after this one year, there will be connection, more connection with the universe. But there's so many things that will be coming that that, that um, humanity is asked for now that after the one year are now allowed to be brought in, whether it be um, stopping pesticides on, sprayed on food or um, stopping stripping the earth or um, stopping putting chemicals in your food or medicine. So now that we have rolled into a one year, um, we're truly on the journey of making the change. So any time, it could be the one year or the two year, um, but I think it's going to take five years for a lot of the change because humans are just so human. Um, they almost fight change, but the universe will get their way. But truly, you can see they really trashed many things in uh, 2016 so that um, 2017 is a better year to bring things in. Nobody trusts politics. Nobody trusts the judicial system. No one trusts um the pharmacological system or the nutritional system even. So really, we've like we've hit badly in a way, kind of like rock bottom, because no one believes the system as it is. And so 2017 is bringing in the new. Hey, did the aliens talk to Trump yet? <laughs> they told me no. Okay. So it will All probably right. be January or February. They okay, told right me on. no. There are um, many that are still trying to stop him. Like, it's amazing oh, yeah, how many people, that if you be watch the news or whatever, the news is so slanted where everyone still now bashes him and um, they're trying to do recounts or they're trying to have the electoral group um, not pick him the night before, I guess, a president is sworn in. So I kind of sit back and watch the show because I know the universe will get who they want. Okay, cool. Um, next question, and then I'll I'll open this up for um, people who are dialed in. So, uh, oh, I like this one. I'm interested in the idea of recontracting. I think that's Love what it's that. called. Yeah, basically there's a divine, and if the person who asked this is dialed in, feel free to interrupt me if you want to ask it yourself. But basically, there's a divine timing, and then there's you and what you're willing to do. So, for example, let's say in your soul contract, maybe you have a car accident to teach you patience or slowing down, but maybe you say, nope, I'd like to learn that in a more gentle way. Or per, or maybe you're scheduled to have something at the end of 2017, and you want to amp it up to get it earlier. I, I'd just like to know what Janice's take on that is. So in that yin-yang symbol of half meaning it's concrete and it happens to you and the other half being um, free agency and you're in charge, um, what I've noticed is if you're conscious enough to be able to know and assess what the contract is, the universe thinks you're conscious enough and wise enough to change it. So I have seen people... Um, talk to spirit and adjust their contracts as they as they have decided to leave this earth. They've changed those dates. Um, when you come to earth, you do make a plan that has those have-tos concreted in. And the other side, they say, run with it as you will in, on the want-to side. Um, you get far enough along in your consciousness when you are a conscious co-creator and then you can tell the universe, um, I want to change my plan. This, um, I don't feel I do need to experience. I don't feel I need to learn from challenges anymore. I feel, I feel I'd like to learn from opportunities. 
then you're at the vibration and you have the consciousness needed and allowed to change your contract. Yes. But for the average human, and I hate to say that word, so many walking this earth and they are so human that they wouldn't even understand the, the dynamics consciously of mm-hmm. contract versus free agency that um, most of the time they're just letting life happen to them. And yes, they are then held to the contract times for the have tos. But once you're conscious enough to um, be able to assess your life and be in control of it, often spirit hands you back the ball and says, um, you don't need to learn from the rug being pulled out from under you anymore. You, you, can, be, you can learn more from being a conscious co-creator and, and they allow you to change the contract. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's feels really interesting to me right now as I'm making decisions around one of my dogs who was diagnosed about a year and a half ago with a bad kind of cancer. We did the surgery once where they removed it, but we didn't do anything else. It's back again. They want to do the surgery again with the chemo, and I am having a hard time knowing whether to do it or not. Like, And I try to live my life. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. But boy, I just am not having clarity around what to do with this dog. And and I've kind of thought, well, there are, we probably have some contracts in place where, you know, he probably isn't supposed to be here forever, Jeanette, and your attempt to try to keep him here maybe isn't helpful. But what would you advise me in trying to make that decision around what to do for him or not? If I was in your situation maybe before, but certainly after he was initially diagnosed with a cancer, I would have done Reiki and healing treatments on him every day. Because as human age is starting to slow down, the same dynamics is allowed for animals. So um, um, as Louise, uh, Louise Hayes cured herself of cancer um, through doing joyful things, through um healing work and energy work and um i it could be acupuncture acupressure whatever any modality uh-huh. that is magical um you also can tell your dog that you honor and respect its desires and wishes and if it chooses to go you'll honor and embrace it and and if not um you will you'll love and enjoy and embrace it. He stays longer. I am becoming a fan of doing the spiritual way more than the human way. So of doing the what way more than oh spiritual way more than the human way. Than, I gotcha. Yes. So I, gotcha. Um, I think that though karma and destiny do override, if if it is time for your dog to go, no matter what healing work you do, the universe mm-hmm. will honor that. But Mm-hmm. If it's if it's from if the illness is not current and and it might have been from toxins that it ate for a while or toxins maybe put in its food, the dogs have the same problems that humans do. If you toxify the food, you end up toxifying the body. But what I have loved lately is they have become more conscious animal food producers where they don't do as much byproduct or chemicals. They are starting to feel a pressure from the humans that they want better food. And yes, they are starting to make a, a better quality food. But if there was absolutely no good human food, it's probably be true. And if there was absolutely no good animal food, it's probably it could be true. We have to master the magical way. Mm-hmm. Blessing, mm-hmm. healing work working with the auras, the chakras, everything. So how I would have handled it was at first, if the diagnosis snuck in under my attention, I would hit it hard the spiritual way, all that I could. And if the universe decided then, or, or your dog decided he wanted to go, I would honor it. But I know the power of the magical way. I, I watched gotcha. a woman cure herself of Parkinson's. And every time I see... Michael J. Fox on TV, I would like to smack him in the head because I know <laughs> that should be cured. I watched a woman do it. I've watched a woman process from when she was in bed, could barely move out of bed, 
could not walk and could not talk to changing her diet and doing healing work. And in seven months, she was up walking, talking, shopping, and doing the stair stepper. So I do know that um, (laughs) you, again, can change that contract. I thank you for that. I'm covered in goosebumps, and it explains why I have not felt inspiration to follow up with the vets, but I also don't feel like I'm giving up on them. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm throwing in the towel by not doing that. Although, you know my mom, Janice, she begged, she, yeah. she with tears in her eyes, she begged me to get that surgery for him. Oh, look at how emotional I'm getting. But I'm like, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel like the right thing to do. And if you had a problem, she would beg you to try the traditional way. And yes, many humans are very human humans. They don't trust the spiritual magical way when if you really look at life, it happens by magic anyway. By magic, you don't get hit by a truck. Or by magic, um, something happens. We meet our lovers. (laughs) Yes. And by magic, you get fired from one job, but the next job you get in a couple of days is the one that brings your heart joy. So humans think they can control the dynamics of Earth, and that is not true. Yeah. The only control <laughs> you have is actually to master the game of Earth spiritually. Right on. Okay. Along those lines, in chat room, we have a question. How do you learn to trust what spirit says as opposed to what you see in the physical world around you? Well, I would say as bad as the earth is getting around this, that should lean us towards more of the spiritual way. But I do know that practice makes perfect, and um, you are risking to try a different dynamic. But the other side, the rewards they bring to you for trying, risking to do it, will in no time convince you that you're doing things the right way. And, And in my life, I've had to learn the same thing. If I ask for four things in the morning and during the afternoon, all four things fall in my lap, there's no way way I can doubt that that's the rightest way. It is the rightest way. Mm -hmm. It's the only way you really have control of. That answer feels very Byron Katie to me. Um, And that's why you uh, have to practice mastering the game of Earth every day. Every mm -hmm. day it's a different need. Every, or different wants, you can want from the most silliest human things to the most um, spiritual, profound things. And it is a habit. It's a, I'll say it's a very hard habit for humans to learn yeah. from playing the game of earth from the human way to spiritual way. And I'm really lucky that spirit jumped in when I was young and um push that on me and force me to master it um, because that happens in my life. Every day I want for something and every day it falls into my lap. And they say, well, when you master that, why would you save? Why would you worry? So truly, I do not worry now because I'll, I know I can do the best I can of mastering the game over spiritually. And, um, and then the rest is up to the universe. I can only do my part, which is every day playing the game of Earth, the spiritual way than the human way. Right on. Okay, they're cool. talking Thank to you. me now. They're telling me something now that they want me to pass on. Okay. They're saying that many humans are going to get an odd feeling in their head, in the back of the head, in the spine, and they say maybe even the front of the head. They're starting to make alignments on the bodies now so that as you move into a one year, the, your personal vibration is higher. And I don't mean just you. I mean each person's mm-hmm. personal vibration mm-hmm. is higher. So they're wanting me to share now that don't go running to the doctor with those odd little symptoms of um, <laughs> uh, dizziness or um, pressure in the back of the head and down the spine. It's them um, modifying our bodies so that our bodies can house a higher vibrational soul, a more magical soul. So even you can so even I see spirits trying to assist us physically. So yes, we do need to do our part too. Right on. And they've they've helped us with those 
physical changes before, right? This probably wouldn't be the first time that we have been getting um, upgrades or whatever you want to call it, uh, assists with our physical self in order to handle different energy. I think that's true. Every individually people have, but I'll say now it seems like they're doing a push for more people. Mm-hmm. So they're forcefulness right behind the pushes now tell me that we're very close. Woohoo. Okay, exciting. <laughs> okay, question from someone who is dialed in. If you want to hear from her, Janice, she can uh, chime in, but she's trying to get her daughter to sleep. So I was going to ask this for her. I'm struggling with a huge decision about leaving my job. My intuition says do it, just do it. But my logical slash fear-based mind says no, be sensible. Well, sensible is too human. I think we have to risk. So I've heard Spirit in the past say, make your choices from your heart, then use your mind to carry it out. They do not like that we make choices from our minds. The mind is to be the servant of the soul. Mm-hmm. So there's your answer. Follow your yep. heart. You I think that's going to risk. This is going to answer a lot of people's questions, I think. <laughs> yeah. Again, We're still you know, to something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's an old human habit to, to uh, um, make decisions from the mind. But it's so funny. I see, I'll see people who are thinking they should marry someone or thinking they should change career or thinking that they should have children. And I'm like, oh, my God, if you're thinking that, <laughs> uh, no, who would get married? Who would have children? <laughs> There's an That's also, good. but if you're wondering if you should have children, sit next to some in a restaurant. So truly, <laughs> if we're making that choice from our minds, we never would risk to do anything. <laughs> oh, my God, you're adorable. Okay, um, who else has a question for Janice or Spirit? Janice and Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll jump in, and they do think risking is hard, but after yeah. you have, you feel fabulous. Wow. When about when those gremlin thoughts, you know, the ones that all the programming we got over all those years about the smart, like me, I was out there training people, you must save for retirement. That was my spiel for years, Janice. So when when those gremlin thoughts chime in to, to make you wrong and worry and everything, do you have any tips for managing that? Yes, you bless them. You acknowledge mm-hmm. that they're human thoughts and you bless that they don't fit in your paradigm anymore. And um, you bless and release. Bless and release is a great technique to learn um, if your partner didn't do what you want. <laughs> if um, mm-hmm. um, if oh. you're, you're wanting to leave a relationship but it's hard, um, bless it. Or you have a lovely sweater that someone gave you years ago and they paid a lot of money, but it doesn't match you now. So some people will hold on to it because it's from my friend or it costs a lot of money. No, let it go. It's just atoms. So thoughts are almost like atoms. And if it if it doesn't fit into the story of you now, you just bless and release them. Hey, you've got, you said two things. Um, when your partner doesn't do what you want, I'll ask this on behalf of someone who's posted in the forums recently. You might have seen it, Janice. Someone who is looking to manifest a, a more satisfying sex life with their spouse. I got a little uncomfortable in responding to that because I, I actually wrote a post once on this subject. The voodoo I don't do. Janice, I don't know if you've heard me talk about this before, but as soon as I learned about conscious creation, I practiced it to get my foster dog adopted. My boyfriend at the time, who had not read the book, but he saw what was happening, I scripted about Jeff getting adopted, and then Jeff got adopted, Oakley got adopted, and a rescue group took two of our other dogs. The next week, I'm having more sex than I never had in my entire life. I was having sex like three times a day. I was taking the bus home from work to have sex. With my boyfriend, and I realized at the end of the week, I realized he was practicing what he'd seen me practice for getting the dogs adopted. And I got a little weirded out by that, thinking that someone else could be in charge of me. So when someone comes to comes asks a question about how could I get either this person to hire me or that person to ask me out or this person to marry me or this whatever, uh, um, 
I get a little well, I, uncomfortable. I have, two, I have two opinions on that. Number one is never let anyone do to you that you're not willing to do to yourself. I love that. And the other thing is life is as good as it's communicated. And um, and I know say that life, again. Life, life is as good as it's communicated. Huh. As so, meaning you you kindly tell your partner. Um, sex is a dance that you do together, and um, <laughs> and and just like when two unions meet, when two unions meet, that I know that doesn't sound romantic or sexy, but when two unions meet, they say this is what I need, and the other side says this is what I need, and then they say, okay, then how can we implement that? How can we make that work? And um, which. They think married people ought to come to the table once a month and say, this is what I need. Now this is what I need. How can we negotiate that? So they do think life is as good as you negotiate it. So That's okay. interesting. My so, business partner talks about making a, a marriage contract, and she reviews that quarterly. She and her husband uh, sit down together and talk about whether everything's working out the way they like it to, and one of the things they review is their sex life. Everything, too. I mean, so one might present something the other one's not comfortable with, and they'll say, no, that doesn't match. So they, they kind of know that whatever they negotiate, it fits both sides, just like with a union. If you can't meet in the middle, you're probably not going to stay together long. Mm. But when it okay. comes to sex, I say, um, just like with a union meeting, the union meeting doesn't seem romantic or sexy, but... Sex is good after you've negotiated. So, <laughs> makes sense. It's probably even better because each person feels clear, heard, and empowered. Mm. Wow, uh, I can so, see the difference so that would I, make in a lot of marriages. So, um, at least they can negotiate the bigger things, and and then in the bedroom, you it is it's a kind conversation. Mm-hmm. I like this. I don't like that. Do this. Don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's still negotiating. It's just a mm-hmm. kind conversation. But if mm-hmm. if two people if two people at the table are at completely opposite odds, then that union's probably over anyway. Mm-hmm. How does and spirit then, feel then, about then, sex outside the marriage? Then I'm just curious. Okay. Well, I heard times that they've talked in certain certain situations they've supported it but as a rule they do think it's a if you're running from something that you should have already negotiated ah uh, i mean i'm a big fan of honoring our word right like staying in integrity because if if i say this and then i don't live up to it how can i expect the universe to take my creative word seriously when i'm not using it powerfully um but well, sometimes i, I, I think, think I make life harder than it is when I live that way. Well, what if a woman said to her husband as they're talking about finances and he says, you've got to start saving, and it doesn't feel right to her to save. Her mom Mm -hmm. is probably going to say, okay, for that moment, but Mm -hmm. she's going to end up following her heart. And so they're on two separate pages. Mm -hmm. There are times when you are on two separate pages and you cannot negotiate your vibration is so separated you cannot negotiate that you bless and release and then find someone that your energies are more in alignment with. And that could be sex and that can be um, um, money. It can be how you want to raise the kids. That's just an example of two unions meeting at the table and they can't reach an agreement. But Spirit tells me probably 90% of the people bail and give up when it could be negotiated easily. They're either just embarrassed or so. So sex often is easily negotiated, which does not sound romantic, but after you've negotiated, then it's fabulous because the pressure's off. I hear it. I 100% get it. That's cool. Thank you. Um, okay, anyone dialed in have a question for Janice, or should I ask my next one? Um, okay. Hey, Jeanette, I, I kind of have a little 
I still, I, I still kind of want to understand the contracting a little bit more. Cool. Right on. Um, so, so Janice, I, I think that I, I don't know how to recontract. Like I, I have a feeling that something has been set for me mm-hmm. a little further in the past than I would like it to. And I am not okay with that. <laughs> well, and and the only reason, yeah, go ahead. One of the things I love is the fact that once now that you, you are as conscious as you are, you can recontract just about any time you want. The unconscious people don't even know they can renegotiate a contract, so it sort of defines their life instead of life define they define their life like life defines them instead of them define their life. The fact that you're asking me this question today tells me that you're already a conscious co-creator. There's not a formula of how you have to say it other than you wake up at some point some point in time you sit in quiet stillness, you say, "Spirit, we need to talk." Um, I want to change this contract. So you just hash it out with spirit just like you would hash it out with a partner or a boss. There's no specific formula other than you are very clear that you want to change the contract um, and then throw it out to universe. I've done that many times that. I've sat in stillness and said, spirit, we need to talk. I want more money, and I don't want to work for it. And I really thought they might jump back in and say, oh, you spoiled little brat, but they didn't. They ran with that one fabulously, and I did. Money just fell into my lap. But in your case, it's a different agenda, but it's the same formula, different agenda. You say you you say to the self, hey, I'm a conscious co-creator. I realize I can do that in my life now, and so I'm going to take advantage of that. Then you sit in stillness and you just throw, you speak your truth, you throw it out to spirit, and then it's in their lap and they'll just, they'll align it, they'll realign it if it's not so karmic, they'll realign it and make it not happen if that's within their ability to do so. And, and I would suspect that the vibration that you are, there's, probably nothing that you couldn't throw out to the universe that they wouldn't allow you to be in control of. You've hit that level of vibration that you've said to them, I want to define my life instead of life define me. And I want to learn from fabulous opportunities instead of the rug being pulled out from under me. So once you can say that, you already know you have enough consciousness to change your plan. You just speak your truth. It's good to have it's good to use that dynamics every day. There'll be any old time that I'll sit and hash it out with spirit and say, Spirit, this is how I want this. It may be something planned in my mind, like yours is planned in your mind, or I could bring it in the moment as I see something happening during my day. As as the light comes on in my car that says one of the tires is low, and I was on my way to book club, and I said, Spirit, I'm telling you now, I don't want to see this left tire. It's dark outside, so I'm telling you now, make this be fine until I get home to have my husband book. And so, yeah, voila, it was perfect. Went went 20 miles to book club, there a few hours. I blessed it not go flat. I um, And then... So, so there are times that I have it planned in my mind to have a talk with Brett, like the money thing and like your karmic thing. But it's also nice to know you can wing it. Life goes fabulous if you wing it in the moment, too, like my tire. Make sense? Yeah, I, I think – yeah, it does make sense. I think it's just because I I did that already this year in the in the beginning when I quit my job, and I just had the understanding – or whatever, I don't even know what I had, but I quit my job with the, with the thing is like, with the thing that I'm going to replace my income immediately and it's going to be super easy and there's going to be nothing that's going to be in my way. And the reality mm-hmm. is in the opposite. Now, granted, I didn't have my spirit dates and I didn't actually sit down with them. I didn't feel like I needed to, though. Like, I felt like well, that was you don't understood. Have to, you don't, I think you don't have to sit down if it's, 
Here's a, I'm going to say something that I also heard and read years ago is the more you want it, the longer it takes to come. And, the, and why is that? Because the self and its, its intensity of desire often slows it down or else what you're asking for, this new opportunity, wasn't quite available yet. And so you're waiting on that new opportunity. I've seen the same thing when spirit has asked for a partner. I mean, years ago I said to my spirit, I am... I'm ready for a partner now. And they said, yes, we agree. But guess what? He's not. <laughs> so you'll have to wait. You'll have to wait two years. And just knowing that, I mean, I, I, it was easier to wait two years and have fun in those two years knowing that what I wanted wasn't available yet. And, and as soon as it was, I would get it. And that's what happened. So um, in my opinion, truly as a spiritualist, um, and that's why it's nice to bounce off a spiritualist because they might say, yes, you are ready. But the truth is it's not time yet. It, you're, what you want is not available, and we will truly let you know when it is. So often, so I would say probably you just quit the job a little too soon. And But have you made it through? Have you Have you made it through this year? Are you thinking? Are you homeless? Are you... Um, maybe you haven't had a lot of extra money to spend, but have you gotten by by the grace of God? I mean, yeah, like a lot of things happened to help me get by. It's just, that's the thing. <laughs> Everything else fell into place except my business, and maybe that's what it is. Everything else needed to fall into place before my business kicked off. But, True. There might have been a few changes or a few things you had to learn, but really. Uh-huh. If 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 it was time for your that new business to fall in your lap, then it would have. But also know that you are in a year again of endings, and next year or next year's new beginnings. Run with the ball with that energy. So say, Spirit, I allow the perfect job to come to me in this year of new beginnings. Okay, got it. Thank you. <laughs> question. You're welcome. Um, okay, another question, Janice, and then I, I'll ask anyone else uh, one more time before we wrap up today. This one, how to stop obsessive thoughts that aren't serving, like, for example, when you can't stop thinking about your ex? You just you just practice. You, you find something that tricks the self into not, um, getting emotionally upset, whether the second he pops into your mind, you say, bless him on his new journey, and then you do the bless and release thing. You can, we find a way to trick ourselves. Um, some people don't really have that problem a lot, so I'm thinking. I mean, I do know how spirit thinks we ought to handle things. It's just bless and release. It's creating new mm-hmm. habits. I mean, mm-hmm. the more that mm-hmm. you thank, the more you thank him for being in your life and what if or whatever lessons, but the less that someone will compulsively pop into a mind. Does that make sense? It does. Um, yep. Makes good so, sense. Uh, um, so, oh. so because, because emotional off-balancement and anger does not behoove the self in trying to um, move forward. It's like keeps things stuck. So um, you can thank him for being in your life and then bless him on his journey and then allow the new perfect thing in your life. And and as I say that, you can see that pattern, that yin-yin pattern of out and in. But the more someone is upset with someone, the more they'll pop in their mind, the the more we really, really want something to happen, the more emotionally we are attached to anything, then um, if we want it, it slows it down coming in. And if um, if we're emotionally attached, like with a person, it slows things down as they scoot out. So we do have to find a way to clear that person's energy out of our auric space, whether we mentally come up with a new uh, affirmation. I suggest people go get energy work done. And mm-hmm. that, that's allowing somebody else to scoot into your auric space and clean things up because there are some things that are just too hard for the self to do for the self. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I've benefited some... from that before. Speaking of, are you booking sessions right now, Janice, or are you booked to the guilds? No, I'm booking sessions whenever people okay. want. Okay. So I'll say, I'm going to say in general, if a problem is hard for you, go to someone Get help. else to do it because the self will try to, the humanness will try to block your growth or your movement forward, if that makes sense. It does. Thank you. And well, speaking of, Speaking of bless and release, and as we're approaching holidays, I would love a reminder from you and Spirit about how it doesn't matter what we eat. (laughs) That, you know, a lot of people um, get kind of weird around food just because we're, we're eating unusual things and drinking things, and a lot of people are vowing they're going to be better and eat healthier when January rolls around. Could you share Spirit's thoughts on the subject of healthy eating in general? Well, they see, they feel there is no good food on this earth. I mean, they tell me you couldn't find a good organic food if you look for it. The air is bad. The water is bad. The um, dirt is toxified. So, And then people add chemicals. So they think if a person tried to be in charge of only eating the humanly fabulous food, it's impossible. So what you can do if you switch things to the spiritual formula is you bless it. Just bless your food that it assists you to be all that all that you can be, the best you can be. And and if if you're a spiritualist, you'll believe that you can do magic just like uh Christ, just like um the most masterful spiritualist and how they are on other worlds. They, um, you either let life define you with all those chemicals running awry in you or you define your life and bless what you eat so that it turns, so the alchemy is it turns to perfection in your body. So, mm. so mm. truly, true, and uh, truly I have, you truly, so I said this for us. So how do you want me to handle this then? Um, and they said, well, pick your food by your palate. Just remember to bless it. So if you feel like you want one day or beef the next or uh, an Asian salad one day, they said, it's all theoretically just as bad. The earth has found a way to toxify it. So pick your food by your palate and then just bless it. So... Um, So that's the only that simple way that I know. Um, I know that there are humans who will say, well, my body doesn't like meat. And then spirit would say, well, then don't eat meat. Eat everything else you want and then bless it. You know, just go by how your body feels. And um, and if, you, if your body doesn't have a preference, then eat whatever you want. But if someone's not eating meat just because, there's some um, human story saying that you shouldn't eat meat. Uh, I I remember Spirit saying to me, what do you think Christ ate? And I thought, well, chicken and fish and lamb. And and then Spirit said, yes. And, you know, if he'd have had pizza and ding-dong, he would have ate them. He would have left them, <laughs> but he would have ate them, which was very freeing to me. I realized that when I had the control it was so freeing. It was unbelievable. And I've heard Spirit talk tell the story that if a family made all the best food, but they're at the dinner table and they're arguing and they're not happy, mm-hmm. their food is not going to process well in their body. So what mm-hmm. I realized, it's not even about the food. You can eat any food you want. You just need to be, well, you need to bless it cause, and bless what sacrifice for it. And then you just need to eat it with joy. I hear eat you. Joy, and um, <laughs> I I can do that in spades. Right on. If there's a thing that I've learned from spirit that I would love to pass on is humans have the shoulds and shouldn't. Although I'll say yes, we shouldn't victimize others or we shouldn't define others. But other than that, when it comes to personal choices, sweaters, clothes, cars, food, house. Those are our personal choices, and there is not a right or wrong. There's just what we want and bless it. And that is so freeing. You will not believe the sweater of guilt that that takes off. 
and the sweater of guilt was probably making people ill. That makes sense and a good reminder. Um, okay, so good. Really you Thank can you. Do whatever you want on Earth, you can do whatever you want on Earth as long as you're not victimizing or defining others. There is no right or wrong. Oh, that is liberating. Thank you, Janice. You're welcome. Any any burning questions from anyone dialed in before we wrap up today? Uh, I agree with Natalie in chat room. says, that's the best diet advice ever. <laughs> I agree. It is. Janice, you're the best. Thank you again for coming uh, back to answer more of our questions. You. It's so much fun to play with you. It is fun. I love it. All right, so again, awesome. we find you on Facebook at Lifted Spirits with a Z, Janice Whiting, yes. right? Okay. Yes. yes. And Alrighty, if anybody well, has any personal things they do want to run by Spirit, I'm here anytime for an appointment, but just do the best you can. <laughs> well, reminders like this from you help a lot, so... Yeah, I I hear what you say about making this a habit and something that we get good at through the practice of it. I am a big fan of that. Also, you're probably going to disappoint some people and take the sweater of guilt off for that, too. Just think, oh, well, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (sighs) Right on. All right, thank you, Janice. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll talk with you on our next call. Bye, everyone. Thank 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 you so much for inviting me. Thank you, Janice. Big love, Janice. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Enjoy the holiday. Yay. And take those sweaters (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe you put on a fur coat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.